0: Welcome to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. My hope is that you will be powerfully encouraged through real life situations, prayers, and encouraging words. Each episode is from the heart, not trying to be perfect, just being real for real needs. Feel free to share these episodes with those that you feel may need some loving strength. All right, let's begin. Good morning, my friend. I'm here to encourage you once again, and I will, I guess, forewarn you or just let you know ahead of time. This one is is really challenging and difficult, and I'm not sure I can fully embrace and share what I believe God wants to do, but my trust is in the Lord and not what I can do. So I'm going to trust the God of the impossible, that nothing is impossible for him. As I share this with you, and it kind of correlates with the math problem. In a previous um, share, I shared about a math problem, and especially long division, addition, subtraction, whatever it is, that when, if you've got the wrong answer and you kind of go back and the error was kind of near the beginning, everything after it will have the wrong answer and even as i as i listened again and again to this i just am amazed and at a certain point as it does probably with you all of a sudden god will make sense of something and he will bring clarity to a point in your past that as he shows you and sets it free at that moment everything else changes. And so I want to encourage you. As I pulled up to do an encouragement, I see something and I know deep in my heart, all right, Lord, I get the connection. I get the connection. And what I want to share with you is I'm going to guess. And hopefully it's a a godly guess, a um, divinely inspired guess. That listening to this, there may have been times in your past or your parents' past where discipline was utilizing the truth, the scripture about the rod. Spare the rod, spoil the child. And so they used that scripture for discipline and for um, opportunity sometimes for beating a child and in certain generations what I want to share with you is probably true in your line as well or you know somebody that this has happened but it's a generational thing it's a, uh, a a time when people tried to figure out, and this is a method they use, and it wasn't so individual, it was widespread. And so, when they use the rod, and some people use a rod, whether it's a stick, whether it's a, a brush, a paddle, whatever it is, or a belt, whatever they used is traumatizing into the life of that person and if that's you I want to encourage you that God is able to take those moments of trauma that probably led to guilt and shame and performance and approval and seeking the approval of the person doing it because if you didn't get that approval you knew what was coming and I want to encourage you serve a loving God who is able to do far greater than you can ever think or imagine and especially if that belt was used every time you heard the armor of God and when the belt of truth rises up it probably brings something in you like whether it's fear or anxiety or something and then it becomes associated with truth you hear truth and you get anxiety it's not because truth brings anxiety. It's what the belt represented associated with trauma when you were a child because then that brought shame and guilt and everything else. And so when you bring all of those associations to the belt of truth or the rod, I want to encourage you that guilt and shame meant to get you to conform to get you to obey to get you to be under control to make the person in authority not be embarrassed by a child's behavior be encouraged God is able to set that free and if you're listening right now I want to assure you with godly inspiration he is setting it free in you right now because of how God works and how he just places things on my heart and people on my heart I know that experience I know that shame I know that guilt that performance that did I do okay was my performance okay and if not I knew what was coming And so I want to encourage you, not because of the authority that was over me. They only did what they knew to do. And forgiveness is key in any of those connections. But I want to encourage you with the truth. When people use the word of God or because I love you and they use love in terms of abuse and call it discipline and call it teaching, I want to encourage you that sometimes even Psalm 23 has been used in ways like spare the rod spoil the child and so I want to read a couple scriptures for you and that will bring such incredible light as it did me because the belt of truth is meant to lead you into all truth to set you free truth is to bring freedom truth isn't to bring punishment Punishment is to condemn and abuse. Teaching and training and forms of discipline are meant to lead you onto a good path. Abuse does not lead onto a good path. So I want to encourage you. We do not serve a God who is out to abuse you, to destroy you, to make you submit to him under Um, beating or under um, abusive if I don't do this under condemnation we serve a God who wants the obedience out of love because you love him because of what he did for you first he he sent his son to die on the cross to take all the guilt and shame, to take everything upon him and leave it in that grave and rose again. And through the Holy Spirit, we have the wisdom and guidance every single day and every single moment to lead us and guide us. And sometimes when we find blocks to that, we're like, why can't I see what's next? Lord, what, 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 what? He will show you the what when you are ready. And so I want to encourage you because there's truth in Psalm 23, where it says, um, it starts out, "The Lord is my shepherd; I shall not want." And then it goes on to, "Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me." And it goes on, and it sounds like it's, it's great because He prepares a table before us in the presence of our enemies, and He anoints our head with oil, and our cups run over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But when those words are used, spare the rod, spoil the child, the truth becomes like a weapon and not in a good way because the truth is a weapon of warfare, but it's a weapon of warfare against evil. And when evil uses the truth to destroy a child, a family, a nation, or any other of God's creation, that is not the weapon of warfare in the kingdom of God. That is a twisted version to get people to hear the truth and fear God in a way that is not reverent, but to fear God in a way that keeps him away. And so the fear of God is because you love him, you don't want to disappoint him, you don't want to mess things up for him because of his love for you. And so I want to encourage you he took me to Psalm 23 to show that. And this is like in a series of steps in relating to the math problem. Because in the beginning or back in a certain point when you were learning about God or knew about God or were in church or were in whatever it was you were in. And that word became like like a two by four to the head where you knew, like if if I hear that again, if I do, no, no, I don't want anything to do with it. I want you to know, we have a God who loves and redeems and restores. He reconciles. He rebuilds the streets to dwell in. Okay? He is a good God. And then you go to Isaiah 11. And these were all in the Old Testament, where they were about rules and regulations. And Jesus had not come and died on the cross yet. He was, a, he was in, and I don't know the full the story of where he was in all of these. But this is what he came to fulfill because things were so messed up. He knew we as people couldn't do it for ourselves, And so this is part of the Old Testament. And in Isaiah, it said, There shall come forth a rod from the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of its roots. The spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge by the sight of his eyes nor decide by the hearing of his ears. But with righteousness he shall judge the poor and decide with with equity for the meek of the earth. He shall strike the earth with the rod of his mouth. And with the breath of his lips he shall slay the wicked. Righteousness shall be the belt of his loins, the faithfulness the belt of his waist. Righteousness and faithfulness and truth. That's the belt upon the waist. That's the armor that God gives us. And he goes on. In, in Isaiah 11 and how the wolf shall dwell with the lamb, the leopard with the young goat and, and all of these things will come to be and then the nourishing child shall play by the cobra's hole and the weaned child shall put his hand in the viper's den and they shall not be hurt nor destroyed in, in his, any of his holy mountain. Go read it for yourself but for me when I read that and for my life as it is probably for your life, there are certain scriptures and truth that are so precise and right on that God will speak to you and say, your child may be here, but he's not going to be hurt. Your child may be this. Your child may be going through, but I am with that child. I am going to be there. I am going to, I am going to, and God will remind you of all of these things, his promises, because remember in Old Testament, he hadn't fulfilled it yet. But Jesus has come and been raised from the dead to fulfill all of these things. And so I want to encourage you, when it says the rod of the stem of Jesse, that is Jesus. He is the root of Jesse. So when Jesus comes, when he is the rod, if you spare Jesus and it spoils the child without jesus a child isn't necessarily spoiled cuz that's a saying of people a child without jesus is lost they're seeking and trying to find all of the things in life that make sense they're trying to find what the foundation is and how to formulate it and i can tell you even with a math problem there is no there is not the formula or a pattern or do this equals that equals that this plus that equals that in the kingdom of heaven because then there could be so much imitation so I want to encourage you if that rod or that belt or that truth of God and who he is and how much he loves has been used in your life in church in school, in family, in business, or in any other place, and it has been used as a weapon to defeat and to hurt you, to make you do something, to make you conform, to make you behave, to make you, make you, make you, God is the one who made you. And he made you in his image and as you learn and grow in who he is and how much he loves you and when you know who he is you begin to know who you are and it takes time there are things that God can do in a moment and there are things that take so much time and then you've got people that pull up alongside you and as I record this there's a darkness that pulls up right alongside so I know There is an enemy that wants to distract and to destroy this truth about who God is and how much he loves you. Don't let the distractions of the world, the ways of the world, destroy your image of who God is. Seek him for yourself. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. And so I want to encourage you that as you read through the scriptures, the word of God, when things come to remembrance, if it rises up anxiety, if it rises up fear, if it rises up something other than who God is and how much he loves you and leading you into the path of righteousness, because you already are righteousness. He gave you righteousness. You're righteous because of who he is. Not because you've earned it. Not because you did good. Not because you said good. Not because your performance rated into all of the stats and the measures of the world right now. And my friend, this is such a measuring world. You can't even go to the store without going through the register and having the cashier try to go as fast as they can because they're measured on their stats. And if you mess up their stat and everything's supposed to be wonderful, beautiful, and oh, say all the right things, smile and do all the right things but I want to encourage you everything is about stats everything is about statistics and measuring and God measures with a measuring stick of love and of grace and of mercy and I know in the world we have trials and tribulations we have measurements that we can never measure up to because as you know if you've ever been measured in any given job or situation anytime you achieve it or have success at it they increase it to cause you to grow to cause you to do better but is it really to cause you to grow or do better or is it to build their financial profit okay so when you look at the word of god you look at the love of god the grace of god the mercy of god you will see things in a whole new light so i want to encourage you if that belt, if that rod, that stick, that branch, that twig, that spoon, whatever it is, if that was used on you to cause you to behave or conform into a way that a person, how it matters to them how you look or how they look and behave. That your actions might embarrass them that your actions might cause them to be less than what their image is in the world I want to encourage you God has designed you he knows exactly how you behave how you are all of the gifts and talents and quirks and blessings and all of the wonderful things the good the bad the ugly as people say but you're not ugly There's good, there's bad, there's ugly behavior, but there is no ugly in God. And so when we listen to those words of the world and we learn through means that bring forth our image of God in a way that wants us to push him away, I want to encourage you right now, read through his word. If something rises up anxiety stop there and take that to the Lord sometimes it's like oh keep going it'll pass keep going but if something is rising up anxiety go ahead and let that sit there for a moment because when you sit with that whatever that anxiety and that truth ask God what the association between that truth and that anxiety is where is that hiding Where is that residing? And what does God want to do? My friend, when I initially started recording this, I knew he was setting something free at the moment I recorded it. I could feel it in my spirit. I could feel it rising up in me. The peace that gets restored when God sets something free is nothing short of a miracle because it cannot be done by human hands. It can't, I mean... Imitation in the mind. People change Will change your mind, change your ways. Some people change your name or change your ways. There's lots of sayings. There's lots of psychology. There's lots of ways of behaving to make it look and, and, and not be the way it should be. And that's really challenging. But I will share with you, when God does it, it doesn't have the same challenge. It doesn't have the same resistance, constant battle all of the time. Because when God does it with his own creation, he knows what happens. He knows the peace because he is the Prince of Peace. And so this may be an encouragement that's kind of a little bumpy, a little rocky. But what I want to encourage you, there's so much of our past that has been woven through by the enemy. And I'll reveal more In more of my podcasts and more of my sharing with you as I sit here and talk to you I have to pray first because some of them are really difficult I didn't know if I could even make it through this one to encourage you because I didn't want it to be all about something that I experienced or all about something traumatic that somebody else experienced and you focus on the trauma and you focus on the the event I want you to focus on forgiveness focus on what God is showing you the associations between truth and trauma and the association between Jesus as Savior Holy Spirit leading and guiding in all truth and whom the Son sets free is free indeed and when you become truly free from that event It's no longer having power in your life to impact your finances your relationships and all that is connected just like that math problem when you go back to the origin and maybe that's an origin of fear origin of trauma and trauma brings fear and go back to that origin and if it's not rooted like the root of Jesse if it's not rooted in Christ there's still gonna be some wrong answers in there and my friend I'm walking through this right along with you I've got some things in my life that I'm still seeking the Lord over and we all will until we day until the day we meet God face to face in heaven there's this, just our whole life there's so much of our lives and so much input from everywhere around us no matter where you go your subconscious is also picking up things if you realized how much you were receiving just on your daily commute each day, just on going to the grocery store, you would be amazed. I don't think you could count the amount of things that your, your mind is absorbing unbeknownst to you. And so I want to encourage you, stay in the word. And if you're not in the word, get in the word. And when anxiety or fear rise up, why is it rising up? What's happening? What's happening? Take it to the Lord. And as you sit with it, allow God to deal with it and remove it. Because even listening to this, this encouragement, I know God does a mighty work because it's who he is. And if he's placed it on my heart to do this, and mind you, I am so not perfect, but I don't have to be for him to do a perfect work but when I lay that down something even in my life I can relate to you I can relate to those things I can relate to the word being used like a weapon against me instead of a weapon of warfare against evil and I've had people look at me like I was something evil and I just trust God because you know what when Jesus walked into the temple And before he went to the cross, look at how many people were against him, put him on the cross. But he laid his life down because he knew he had to fulfill the scriptures. He knew what he came to do and he knew people weren't going to be happy about it because when before Jesus, nobody could measure up, nobody could live up to all of the rules and regulations. And even in today's world, you still can't. No matter how hard you try, you cannot live up to every rule and regulation out there. It's impossible. No matter how hard you try, there's no perfect person and all the laws and everything, and there're some laws you don't even know about. But if you get caught by one or whatever it is, oh, now you know about it. So I want to encourage you God is able to do far greater than we can think or imagine. And the fruit of the Spirit, the love, the joy, the peace, the patience, the kindness, the goodness, the gentleness, the self-control, against such there is no law. And so I want to encourage you, as you've probably lived through or are raised by somebody that lived through that type of discipline or punishment in order to get them to obey to not embarrass, to not cause a scene, or for a child to be seen and not heard. Children in, in some circles were not permitted to just be children laughing and, and joyful. Okay? So I want to encourage you. There may be someone in, in your line, in your parents, or you're somewhere else. Maybe it's not you, but if you're affected by that, it will certainly affect your view of God. So my friend, don't give up on God. Don't give up on his word. There are things in there that will challenge every one of us. But God's the only one that has the answers. There are people that have tried to explain it for generations. Some get it right, some don't, some try really hard. I don't know. And I don't even know what I'm doing. If it's going to even make a difference. But I do know that everything we do, when a heart is focused on him, he will use it all for his glory. And we don't have to have it perfect for him to do a perfect work. Because remember, even in the Bible, I think it was Paul, um, when people told him that people were speaking out truth or they were talking against him, whatever it was, it was like the word was out there. And people were arguing about it. And Paul's response, or whoever it was, was that at least the scripture is being talked about. And when it is, the truth is alive. And so when a live thing is being talked about, it gives opportunity for it to be pondered in the heart and in the spirit. So even if you don't know the answers and you're challenged by other people who expect you to know the answers or want you to know the answers or say you're wrong because you don't know the answers, trust God. There's a reason for all that. And in their heart, even though they may be arguing, they're still pondering the truth themselves. They don't understand it. And the enemy wants to manifest through people like that to bring forth, take you down, to cause your faith to squander, to cause your faith to maybe push God away but I want you to remember our battle is not with people our battles are with powers and principalities okay and God is the victor when it comes to that he's already has victory over the enemy we just have to get that for ourselves and understand that and understand how God works in our lives through our lives around us and there's so many areas of our life that it takes a lifetime to learn So my friend, be encouraged in that when truth was used to harm you, to hurt you, or traumatize you somewhere in your life or in a generation in in your family's life, trust that God is actively working on that now. You will begin to see amazing things happen because the awareness of that brings forth the truth. And whom the sun sets free is free indeed. So freedom is there for you, my friends. True freedom. Whenever that anxiety and fear rise up, God deals with the fear. And he replaces it with faith and grace and mercy and truth. And so I I really hope this has been an encouragement. It was a challenge of where God was going to lead with this. And sometimes I just have to start. And allow God to navigate and I don't always know every aspect that I'm going to encourage you with maybe that's good bad and different but in the world if you don't have it scripted from beginning to the end and there's any mistakes in it it's wrong no not with God he has intention for everything we do so if there's any mistakes I've made any stumbling that I've had I am trusting that God is using it for his glory with you. Because he's going to lead you on something I have no idea. He's going to lead you in all truth and healing and restoration and faith in things and areas in your life and in people around you that I have no idea but God does. Because if I had an idea, who knows? Like I may try to do something that only my brain knows how to process. But when God does it, he does it in a way that we can't mess it up because when he does it it's just it's a beautiful work it's a perfect work because he's the perfect one so my friends I want to encourage you with that put on the armor of God it's a good armor it's not gonna hurt you and trust in the Lord he's a good God his desire is not to hurt you his desire is for a future and a hope And you can trust that his truth is not meant to beat you over the head, not for guilt and condemnation. It's for the joy set before you. And my friend, this is so encouraging. As I close out this, God just shows up mightily with purity, with hope, and washing clean the things that the enemy tried to use to destroy. God uses it to rise up so rise up my friend there is some incredible things in store for you all right go into psalm 23 isaiah 11 go into the new testament and read up of why jesus did what he did and how much he loves you who you are in him first know who he is to know who you are all right we'll bless you my friend and may the lord bless you and keep you and cause his face to shine upon you in jesus mighty name amen Thanks for listening to Dynastream's podcast. I said a prayer for you today. For more encouragements, visit our Facebook page at Dynastream LLC. That's LLC. We'd love to hear from you. See you there.